I will now call to order this. Uh, or, I'm sorry, May 6th, 2022 regular uh, workshop of the uh, Redfield School Committee. I'll begin with a roll call of the committee and then I'll ask the uh, other advisors here to introduce themselves. Um, so uh, first I will go with you, Leo. Leo Brown here. Thank you, oh. Leo. Tim Knight here. Michelle Kirkby here. Okay. And Jessica Riley here. I expect uh, Anna Mayo Brook to be here shortly. Um, and then uh, since we are uh, remote, Michael, since you're here, just kind of an advisor to. So Mike Roth and Jessica. And Steve Callahan. Okay, and I have asked Steve here to kind of represent the perspective of the warrant committee um, when making their, you know, kind of overview around this. And then I'm Carolyn Casey. Carolyn Casey, and we have asked Carolyn here to, or a member of the um, bylaw committee here to kind of, again, advise us on their perspective as they went through. Um, so the single agenda item today within this workshop forum, which is generally a less formal forum um, than a regular school committee meeting, is to really discuss um, some current concerns uh, and the gift of time that we have a little bit, although it's unfortunate that the ATM didn't make quorum. If you're out there, please attend ATM <laughs> on Monday. Um, but we really wanted to talk a little bit about um, what our thoughts are about the, uh, well, generally around Article 14, specifically around what the school committee responsibilities, appointments, and other concerns we might have in terms of process. You know, not necessarily disagreeing with the, the structure, I think, I'm gonna put that out to the rest of the committee, but in terms of how we're able to appoint our members or our, our kind of appointees. Um, I think we have some concern that there's not uh, a position there that is a facilities and operations manager for schools in general as a voting or non-voting. Um, and that I want to make sure that uh, that we're all clear on how uh, there are certain terms defined. Right, so I think we kind of cleared up school project, but I want to make sure that we go through and see that. And if the um, the concerns about full-time employees and concerns about conflict of interest and things like that, um, as I was going through and doing a training, as I do every year, on uh, conflict of interest, what we have put into this bylaw is so much more stringent than what the state itself requires that perhaps we're hog tying ourselves a little bit in the effort to make transparency. Uh, is it actually transparency or is it simply fallout from this one process and should we be codifying um, that? for perpetuity, you know, around one process as opposed to looking at a, a piece of the article that would be here forever, as long as the town of Medfield stands, or if we end up having 
finding that this kind of ties our hands a little bit, not just for the committee, but for the town. I think it's a worthwhile discussion. And um, does that remain, are we ending up having this bylaw come up next year be tweaked, which is not a small thing, right? Like when you write a bylaw, um, and I think, and I truly do say this, I, I think you have had a huge charge that uh, you accomplished in a pretty short time, and I admire it. If I had to sit down and write this, it would be it would be a huge, um, huge task. And I do understand. I, I think well, you were on the school committee for quite some time, so you you also understand that, like kind of plugging your way through these things and writing policies. Yeah difficult. Um, so given that, I think what I would ask is if uh, all of you could kind of elucidate. No, it's okay, come on in. Uh, I think this seat here is fine. Anime Oshinbrook just joined us in the meeting. Um, and you missed my preamble, which is basically, I was about to ask the committee if they could kind of bring their concerns about the bylaw itself in specific in specific to the school committee part we'll go from there um so that we can talk a little bit about what our our concerns are around being able to form a committee so um michelle do you want to start because i know that you were one of the people who come to me yeah yeah sure um hi, hi. um so I guess I feel like starting very open-ended, um, I have the article from last year's town meeting. Um, and I feel when I read the article that the town approved and I look at the bylaw that's being proposed, one seems to focus a little bit more on inclusivity, right? And the bylaw proposed seems to um, kind of prohibit that, I guess. So I'm wondering, Logistically, or like, is it like logistics, like in terms of like logically? Yes. To include this, you, you exclude that. Correct. Okay. Yes. All right. You're preventing. You're preventing. You're you're going to actually be preventing people from being able to. Oh, Carolyn's not. Correct. The bylaw. Correct. Might. The bylaw. The bylaw might prevent people from being able to do that. <laughs> um, so I guess my like kind of more open-ended question is. What do you feel was kind of the general spirit or um, intent around around the school committee selections? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Where, where are we talking about Article Fourteen? Just to make there's yeah. two. Okay, because there, there was two, and that's what I was saying. But you, you were talking. Bind into. I was. I was just confused with the opening remarks, though, around um, what they may be able to be and, and not be. You're talking about the four commitment uh, appointments from the school committee, mm -hmm. or we are talking about it. Yes. Sorry. And what the constraints are around that. Is, is would, that would it help if I gave an overview to start? I would love to actually. Just, just I mean, some of us have kind of been in this, and then some of us yeah. not. So, yeah. So you yeah. want, yeah, just to make sure you have the edit. Yeah, we have okay. a version. So, um, let me just say to begin with, it was an incredibly short time frame. It was a month, and we 
because the schedules could you know just do once a week meetings so uh had we had more time obviously the appropriate path is to vet it right come to all the concerned parties and you, you vet it um we just didn't have time we had to get it in the warrant right um and then afterwards the warrant committee did invite us which was great we spent over two hours you know wordsmithing and some more editing so but what we started with is the idea that we wanted to get as many people involved in the committee in the community as we could mm -hmm. so we wanted to tap into as many different pieces as we could the more people would get involved the better success for a school building project i also will tell you that how to make a school building committee is not a new problem and i know people keep thinking connected to what just happened but it really isn't because well, it's, data. it's okay i mean it, yeah it when data. i joined the school committee in the 90s the, we had problems mm -hmm. putting together school building, building committee so um so what we tried to do is we got three appointing authorities so that people wouldn't say you left out a piece with the moderator you guys and the select board and we gave them equal number of appointments and then mm -hmm. we sat and thought about who would you like or need in a committee? And then we tried to sort of map out, you know, different people for each appointing authority with a lot of leeway. Um, so for instance, for you, it's two school committee members and then two other people right. who you think are appropriate. We put down with educational experience, if possible, we did not say had to be, but we figured you would be the most likely body to be able to do that. Um, and then one of the edits was um, we wrote down qualifications in terms of building that comes under the select board piece. Right. Not that you couldn't also pick someone with that experience or the moderator couldn't, but we didn't say on the first round, you know, she was a permanent building committee member. And we didn't say that because we were a little concerned about someone being overworked that you might be building a fast center and a school and how does a person do <laughs> both of those and, it's just and i think we understand that too. Yeah, yeah. and then you guys get it so but then we met with the warrant committee you know they were very clear and i and i agree with them in the end they said if you don't say there needs to be someone might think there's not supposed to be and that was not our intent um so we put in a minimum of one permanent building committee member so you know there might end up being two or three or however the three different appointing authorities think. So those are the 12 voting members. You definitely need other people there. So that's when we listed out like superintendent designees and superintendent says you want your facilities person there, you bring your facilities person. The town administrator, same thing for them. If they want some, you know, the facilities person here or some finance person, then, then they bring those people. They bring those people in addition to the, or that they, so if Jeff were to say, I would really want a school building, you know, kind of operations and facilities expert on there, he would then have to replace himself. So in it's interesting you that. say that. We, because I think that both yeah. of those things are kind of important. So how do we make that, Yeah. how do we flesh that part out, those yeah. two I, issues? So I so the, I'd have to ask the committee, yeah, you know, that as a group. Speaking myself, I just assume the superintendent would bring somebody who could help <coughs> at that particular meeting they needed, mm -hmm. right? And it says principal or principals because it maybe it's two buildings, or you might have a principal and a vice principal in, in like at the high school, and you want both those people. So we assume that 
you know, these are non-voting members, but definitely people you need. So they so, would be adjunct. It would be essentially as as needed. As needed, exactly. My my, I think one of the concerns that we had is that a school operations and facilities building expert, somebody within the school, would always be needed, needed at every meeting. So then you end up having a committee of like twelve voting members and. Then you end up having a committee of 12 voting members, but four, five, 10. And that person also, you know, in the case of Michael, is a full time public, like full time employee. Right, but he's not voting. But he would not be voting. Right. Okay. And so he's offering all the support, the consultant, the information that that but he, group is going to need. But he would be impaneled. He could potentially be impaneled as a member, but not as part of the voting membership. So he could be a part of the debate, yes. but in the end, and he could be on the school building committee, but in the end, he would not be able to vote. Correct. Same thing with Dr. Marsden or any other mm -hmm. school employee. Right. Or any other town employee. So right. There's only 12 voting members, and it takes so many to make a quorum. Right. And, and so and two for a to pass a vote. Forms, but I hadn't. Come to that yet myself. I think that's can I just say one thing? Yeah, please. Um, if we do get accepted into the undisputed process, right? That's all it's yeah. One of the requirements, and I could be absolutely wrong, but you know, this is I have done three other projects, is that they require someone who's MCPPO certified. So I do think part of the language should reflect that one of the appointees from the committee has to have an MCPPO certification. Because that is one of the requirements if you get accepted into. Right. So um, Marcherell looked at it several times and he he has a line in there that. He actually added a paragraph a pa to deal with he? that. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's kind of a fail safe paragraph that says if if the MSBA comes back and says you have to have, you know, you're missing these two people. The selectmen have the ability to appoint them. Yeah. Hey, Michael, could you actually uh, uh, tell us what an NCC Massachusetts oh. Certified Public Procurement Officer? Okay. So, is that someone, you know, even though we say it's initials and we say it's the MSBA that would be required to have that, is that indeed someone that at baseline you would simply want? on your school building committee if you were to be building? Well, I mean, my personal opinion, yes, because you can't stop any process or if, if you're going to go out to bid uh, for quest for proposals, right? Right. Quest for, um, even, even if it had nothing to do with the MSBA. Yeah, you, in order to procure, in order to advertise, mm -hmm. you have to have, and we, and we do in the district, there's several people in the district that have that certification, okay. um, that that's the person that the state will go through, through to in get order all to procure of this all this So, um, you know, in the, in the old um, process or the old committee, um, there was myself, uh, there was Christine, there was Amy, there was <laughs> different, yeah, there was different people. So, right. so you know, when the process starts, you have to procure a, uh, a project manager, right? Mm -hmm. The MSBA does not get involved with that ahead of time, right? So right. 
what well, what they do and they don't, but there has to be someone within the district that can procure that project manager. Once you have the project manager on, correct, mm -hmm. then they take the role to hire an architect. They so take they the role. The so all, so, so then all that paperwork go funnels through the project manager. But prior to having a project manager on, you have to have someone that can procure who's certified. Does that make okay. sense? Yes, that so does make all, sense. So, so, all I'm saying so that could be a different role within the town. It doesn't necessarily have to be you no, or it, not even you. It, Anybody it, who would happen to be your certified. Right. Uh, but, but, you know, I do believe, and that's why I asked the question is yeah. the mass, the MSBA, does require that someone on that committee has a certification. Because then, like I said, whoever the project manager is that takes over the project, they also have to have a certified procurement officer to move forward with all mm -hmm. the procurement. So the, the paragraph is, is um, on page 42 of the actual warrant. So it's actually um, P, one C four little so under it's actually it's under the non-voting members. Okay, it's the last paragraph under that non-voting member. It says such additional members to be appointed by the board of selectmen, including without limitation, a current member of the board of selectmen, and if to the extent the same became become required in order to obtain funding under Mass General. Law. Chapter seven. Okay. So that's that's, that's kind of the fail safe language that, that Mark thought was important to have. Right. Yeah. So that's the fail safe, but what's the optimal kind of position to have there? And I think that that's one of the things that you know, like you know, I, I, again, if you have someone from the, uh, the permanent building committee, there were a couple of people on that permanent building committee that also had their certification. Um, not necessarily I, I in of, connection with the permanent of, building committee, but I can they think got of three on that, on that committee that do have the certification because of their full time jobs, right? Yeah, right. And Christine does, and, and she Christine and the right. town administrator right. is part of yeah. And then all I'm just saying, but not yeah. all town administrators are required to have exactly. It. So if right. Christine leaves and someone else comes in, they don't have it, right? That's, that's so no, that, I think that's you, have, not, you can't look at the position, you have to look at the roles. Right? I, I right. agree, that's. So is that something that we might want to recommend or because it's not necessarily true? I mean, how difficult is it to get? Uh, you know, it, 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 it takes a certain amount of certification. It's, it's it a, is, it, there's training and then there's an exam that goes mm -hmm. with it. Um, but I mean, so. It's an onerous, but if and it, you uh, ended up being yeah. a building committee, could potentially, because of however they're you know, I mean, I, I do see it in here. So it's, it's Mass General Law C7B, um, which will protect the, it will protect the town by saying that they have to have a certain And this is not, um, a, and I just want to say, this is not an argument specifically no, 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 about I, Michael being on here. I know. About, I'm just saying, if you're looking like at, what positions need right. to happen at, at specific bylaw, to right? the school building. Yeah. And, so, and you're looking at this two routes or two roads you can take. One of them is going to require that you have something. That's all. That's all I'm saying. But it so, also seems like I mean, pra practically it's required that you have somebody just to even take it on yourself to, to start the process. Right. Okay. Uh, Tim and then Anna, is that okay? Or was Tim animated? Did you have a hand? Well, I just, um, I'm not, it's not clear to me how <clears throat> for the non voting members, 
would be appointed members of the SBC, you know, kind of they, they're appointed, they get together in a room like this and they say, hey, we can have up to three non-voting members and then they, it's up to them to decide. And I don't, I'm not calling that out because I, I generally, I think less of, less control over how that committee operates is a positive thing. Yeah. I think more, you know, more of the committee kind of gets aligned on what they want to do. But I just, is, is that the, um, it's open-ended how those three members would be asked to join. You know, they're effectively being asked to join all the meetings, right? They don't vote. Um, did anyone, does that, does anyone think about that? I think there's always usually ex officio members on most committees. So okay, yeah. and they would just determine, they, that's up to them. The SBC once it's formed, who those are. Well, no, it's in the bylaw. It's in the bylaw. Uh, so it's required, you know, in the bylaw, these people, you know, will be appointed to the committee. So it's the town. And then I think what you were saying, such additional. Okay. Okay. Additional members. Yes, Anne. Thank you. Hi. <laughs> so nice to see you. I'm sorry Thank it took you. me a while to kind of connect the dots. <laughs> First of all, um, so I actually had something prepared to say at town, town meeting. Yes, I, um, I hadn't discussed it with anyone. Um, but first of all, I appreciate all the work that has gone into it. So, um, and I was going to speak as a member of the school committee, but not officially, and my experience with the SBC. Um, and I suppose after reflection, and um, I was going to request that this get tabled until the next meeting. One, um, for the reasons of, I was really, really hoping that all the lessons learned from the last experience and um, the desire I felt that more collaboration and more um, working together would be of value getting this project completed. So um, although I appreciate all the work that went into the bylaw, I would really want to have a sit down, a workshop, what have you. And I think having the um, meeting postponed was a little blessing in disguise. Now we're able to have this conversation, but in terms of a bigger conversation, having not just warrant committee, a bylaw member, but also permanent building committee members present, I feel that there is a wealth of knowledge there. And, um, you know, the, if the moderator has a stake in this, the moderator there. So we're all understanding what our goals are and what the pros and cons if we do pass this legislation. So um, this is a great beginning, but I'm really hoping that we can get the other committees together to really flesh this out before we you know, make this permanent. So that is my wish. Dude, and Steve, can you tell me a little bit about the process right now? Because I, I, heard, yeah. I met with a member of the selectmen yesterday just to kind of discuss a lot of things. And uh, their impression was that, and, and this sounded a little odd to me, that the, the plan was to bring this to town meeting uh, on Monday, go through and then wordsmith at the next meeting, which felt like a tough, <laughs> at, a, at a meeting which will be, 
so focused and should be focused on the on the hospital. Sorry, you're saying to, to vote this through and then wordsmith it after? It sounded odd, so I wasn't okay. sure if that was indeed the, and I, and I, the process. So I, if you can kind of let I'll me try to know what's going on there. Shed yeah. some light on this. So we had we had a very lengthy warrant committee meeting last week. And uh, representatives from the school building committee bylaw review committee. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's called right? And uh, there were four of them there. Uh, and we also had Scott McDermott there, the full warrant committee, Mark Sorrell. And we spent, um, I just got done doing the minutes for that meeting. So we spent a lot was of time. Actually, no, 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 this was Wednesday. It was Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh. Jess yeah. was there. Okay. And so, um, you know, we came into that meeting with, uh, I believe, um, sort of a, there was disagreement on what to do with the mm -hmm. article, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, certain members had problems with certain aspects of the article. Other members, um, you know, as, as with everything the warrant committee does, we try to get to a consensus, a positive motion, you know, on the, you know, to, to introduce an article on the floor. And so um, there was a desire to do that, to, to, if we could reach a consensus with the committee that wrote the bylaw, we wanted to. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and so we went through, uh, we went through a, a very lengthy discussion about edits and comments that it's and Sharon had Gus's comments right. and, and, and we've got these here and, too. and we went yeah, through yeah. them all um and uh and certain members had strong feelings on certain things I would say that um that there were probably two areas where we had issues mm -hmm. um that people felt strongly about there were as with everything, there are preferences that everybody had, right? right. And then there's what could we live with, mm -hmm. right? And all with the concept of trying to get to a positive motion, right? To because I think there was a feeling that um, we we do need to come together and move forward, uh, and uh, time's not on our side, you know. Here, so we want we wanted if we could to to reach that consensus. So I think the two the two big issues that we we struggled with were um, there were certain members of our committee that felt very strongly about the age sixty five requirement, um, and then uh, we had a lengthy discussion about that. Um, and uh, and then the other one was um, probably the one that we felt I was it was probably most most agreement on amongst our committee was the representation by the Permanent Planning Building Committee on this, this new SBC, mm -hmm. uh, you know, sort of forcing that requirement into the, the language. Uh, it was very, very strong agreement on that. Um, and I think that probably, um, for, speaking for myself, I wouldn't have supported it if that, if that change didn't, make, didn't happen. So I think um, from a process perspective, after all of this sort of back and forth on wordsmithing and edits and changes to the language, we didn't want to overwhelm the edits. We, we, wanted, we didn't want to confuse the town meeting. 
Yeah. Which, so there was there was an intentional effort to, to try to minimize them as to what people, what members could agree with and accept as opposed to what their preferences were. And, um, and so, um, but the, the, where we ended up was that um, we voted on a positive motion to accept the article as written in the printed warrant, except for certain edits. And so the motion that, that we voted on and, and got passed uh, will have, we're gonna have, I think you have the edits. Mm -hmm. There'll be a, um, there'll be a, there will be a, uh, up, up on the screen, they're gonna project these edits. Yeah. So everybody will be able to see them. Mm -hmm. They'll be read out loud. Right. Um, and that will be the positive motion. So and just so, so following, so, just, I'm trying oh, to keep up. So that's the Article 14 red line in the packet. Yeah. That that's the edit. The so hand with the exceptional edits that the warrant committee. Right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Good. So that I've been looking. I just want to. I have asked you to train. No, yeah, I, I mean, we sent the the handout that they that you guys gave out at a town meeting. Okay, I got Which okay. it. Which is a handout. And there was all the red lines. Right, that's it. So that's so what be, we have. You have. So we have slides that will mirror what got handed out that will be projected. They'll actually be read. The motion will yeah. be read to, yeah. to you know, each go through each one of those. Uh, and that will be the, pot, the, the positive, the positive motion, motion, from, motion at that point. From the warrant committee. Okay. So there is no plan to then push some part of this. Uh, to the next town meeting there because was, that I mean, was we, what this this uh, member had very specifically said that we would just vote this and then if there were problems we would deal with it at the next yeah. meeting. Was it a member of our committee or no? Okay. No, it was okay. a select. I mean, that's what I just described is where things ended up before we walked up to the table at town meeting. Right. You know, we right. had a pre-meeting yeah. and and uh, everything was and I, I don't expect it to change. Um, uh, but um, and I think the another part of our conversation was we thought about waiting till right. the June town meeting, but they were very clear yeah. that it might not happen. Oh, yes, yeah. yeah. no, it, it might not happen. And that's what we just saw. We, we can't even get together. Right. The town. But so yeah. if it doesn't, then you've pushed off. But right. putting technically and legally, we could still form an SBC without the bylaw. That's, I, mean, just I mean, technically, we did talk about that, and I, I believe you're correct. I think that that's how it got done last time. Right. Yeah, we, we didn't have, have this bylaw. So right. the selectmen, um, you know, moved forward and appointed, made the appointments. Um, right. So, so that could, and that process I mean, could still happen. That's not necessarily what I'm going that no, I don't think I'm saying, I just going want to for. clarify right. that if it does yeah. not pass or you know what have you, it, yeah. something could still be formed right. and perhaps with the spirit of the intent of all parties coming together, how can we make this a success? How can we work together? I'd really love to hear what permanent planning committee think of this. Yeah. You know, I think that right now in this meeting, I'd really like to focus. And I think that that's noble, but the permanent planning committee can also have a meeting. My, uh, the agenda for this, or I mean, it's agenda for article 14, but I think that they can 
they can advocate for themselves. That's I really want to look to at. Oh, I know, but you I. Know, so but if we talk. have this go forward, this is we not really just need a to noble discuss. endeavor. This is really this needs to be thoughtful, and I'm not saying right. it wasn't thoughtful, but I'm I really feel strongly that all parties need to come together. So that's all I'm expressing. No, I hear you, you know, board of select, you know, the whole lot, everybody mm -hmm. that's mentioned in the article. And, you know, plus everyone who feels passionately about this so that we can come to a consensus so that we can go forward with the spirit of collaborating and let's work together. We're going to just, you know, shed all the negativity and just move forward because we want this school, which is I'm right there with you. However, I also think that we need to have a discussion about what it is within the article that the school committee has okay. concerns about. And that's where I'd like to kind of go right now. Because I also need to know, I'm still speaking. I need to know that if town meeting decides to pass this anyway, and they don't feel as strongly about <clears throat> people coming together and process, how can we then have input around the things that we would find problematic um, in terms of really being able to have an educationally and community sound um, article for the school committee, right? So that there's, there's the what we want, but how do we also help um, if what we want does not happen? How do we make sure that the interests of the schools and the parents are protected within this, right? Or are included within this? Because I know that we are inclusive of an older member of the community, but essentially um, there is no protection around making sure that there are uh, younger members of the community within this or people who would really have skin in the game around being a parent who are in the educational system right now because you know some things like the language that we talk about um in that we say uh, that that um take a look here um what is it it's pertinent educational experience if possible um but then again, what is pertinent educational experience? If we find somebody who is somebody who uh, is a great community organizer, who has deep roots in the younger and older or mid section of the demographic, but that person has no educational experience that might be considered if challenged pertinent. Right. Right, so it's that there's specificity, there's specificity, sorry, there is, I think, one of the things that's a little concerning. So how, how within the town meeting would we be able to correct that if this, if this looked like it were going to be brought forward and there was not a positive motion to table until June, because we don't know what that meeting's gonna happen. And we certainly don't wanna have it uh, delayed for another year or even so, six months. Right. So, so Jasmine, my question is, is linked. So mm -hmm. just, I just want to see, so Steve, you guys um, redlined it based on 
Wednesday, which I can right. look at. Then did the SBC formation committee review and accept that or is well, that like they met last Saturday. Saturday? Right. So they no, I know you met last Saturday. It was part of that. Or have you you've also accepted their resolution? So we we both committees have accepted these. Okay. These Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. And so I we think, have agreement between their committee uh, and our group. Uh, high committee. level, Jess, I think you're saying, and, and it's a, that's the conversation we don't want to get to. What is it that we can live with, right? Is there anything in here that's expected, you know, we don't like? Yeah. And then the question is, if we came up with something, is it too late between now and Monday? That That's just the way, because it, it is interesting that, and I'm happy that you vetted it, you adjusted some of the language and you accepted it. So just as last Saturday, your team met and you know kind of came up with it. Is this final final, or if, if you came up and I, I think I know. I think we would have form. to amend it from the town floor. You'd have to make an amendment from the floor, right? Right. And, and I would say, um, so so maybe we want to revisit the topic, or I would say, well, why amend it from the town floor? Because that's where I think that what we're kind of dancing around here is that. Um, for whatever reason, two of the committees that would be most affected by this were not contacted, asked to present, asked to, and I understand that's probably in the point of haste and kind of from the point of not, and just assuming that we would reach out or, but uh, in any case, it wasn't like, we weren't available or wouldn't put it on an open meeting. It's simply that we weren't contacted. And that's usually the way things go within, you know, we're handed a draft that we see before it hits the warrant and all of our mailboxes and we are allowed to have input to that as a formal process, not as kind of like one or two of us show up at a meeting and, and maybe have some process. And that is gone and done. And I'm not particularly interested in that at this point, unless we choose to, or somebody within the town says, we can't do this. I would so much prefer to work with what we have right now, but that is my personal opinion, simply because I don't want, as Tim so frequently says, massive churn, right? Two committees and a board have come together and said, you know, this is what we think is the best option. I think that my perspective at this point is that this, this is what we have. It has been, there is consensus amongst people that we understand, admire, and appreciate, and we appreciate the labor. Now we want to simply make some tweaks that will make this article, which in all likelihood, unless we really push, and I don't want to, I don't necessarily want to do that, I just, and that's just my opinion. How do we make this so that it works in the best way possible for the constituency of the people who are most concerned with education and our population, right? Like, not ours. I mean, it's we are representatives of the entire town, but it would be disingenuous to say that we are not representatives of the children and the parents and guardians of you know Medfield Public Schools too. So how do we make the portion of our appointees the best fit and the get the most input from the entire community there? That's kind of where I am. Like I could go for uh, 
And we could decide we're just going to, we could technically say, stand up and say, we have so many concerns about this that we think it should be tabled. I don't know if that would be what the community or the committee would say they wanted to do. Or if we try to make a motion, if we decide that that's important in this meeting to change some of the language here to make it something that would work going forth. So I wanted to make sure that there wasn't any actual official idea that we'd be wordsmithing at, at the hospital meeting, should it happen, which is kind of seemed odd to me. But then we can decide these two larger things, the two, do we just work with what we have and bring amendments that we communicate far and wide as much as we can, as much as the Warren Committee or the uh, Building Committee was able to last Saturday and through Monday to the final draft that we kind of all got on Monday or Sunday afternoon, or do we push a little harder? I don't know. I'm asking the, the committee that, but we need to decide kind of where our path is. So I think it, this is where we were kind of work through the process. I just want to ask one clarification question on, so the school committee will appoint four voting members to the SBC. Two appointments will be current school committee members whose right. terms are not. Yeah. Which is also time. another, right? Yeah. So I guess I'm curious on the kind of underlying logic of that, because that does seem to prohibit it, it makes putting, putting yeah. forward the two, possibly putting forward the two people who might be either the best suited or yeah our our worry was uh, school projects go so long we didn't want to you to point to who then their term ends at the same time you have two new people to get up to speed yeah so we were trying to figure out a word that would be mean you're, you're asking for who's representing the schools the kids the public and that, that's you guys there's yeah. two of you on this committee and that is your role. And um, we just didn't, you know, we kept thinking about, we weren't, I guess we didn't really think about the fact that your two people might just happen to be running on the same term. Right. It was more that we didn't want two people to be on for two years and then be off. And then two new people get on and have to get up to speed in the middle of a building project. Maybe yeah. that's one of those things that I felt like it was a little overprescribed. You know, like the, each committee has to have some level oh, of sorry. trust from the rest of the town that we would be able to manage our own labor, right, and our own assignments. So I, I kind of felt like that was solving a problem that would not exist. You know, because we do that all the time. And, you know, we all have it's it goes two years, one year, two years, or I'm sorry, two positions, one position, two positions. And we rotate positions all the time to make sure that we do have that overlap and make sure that people, you know, that we're not left hanging, or if there's any kind of concern about that, right. you know, we we make plans for that. So I, I think that. Honestly, that could be in that scenario. Struck. Michelle and I can see yeah. it could be we can, we would right, at least three it. years. Right. Yeah, we could, in that scenario. The longest period of time. No matter what happens. That would be a yeah. So that was the only reason. That yeah, was, it's good. Yeah. I understand why I mean, it makes sense. If I the, I guess I feel like the Warren Committee. Yeah. I mean, I can only speak for myself. Yeah. But that, if that, if those words were to be deleted, like, for example, you wanted to propose an amendment to strike whose terms are not coterminous and yeah. just end the sentence. Yeah. I personally wouldn't have if, if that's how you want to do it, I think that's fine. Yeah. Uh, but I, mean, I can't I speak for everybody. Issue. 
Yeah. Um, so, I mean. Yeah. And then uh, just in terms of pertinent experience in education, I, I think that, again, it makes it too, it kind of removes the, the judgment. So it gives you per, like, and yet it makes, it removes the school committee's judgment. And yet at the same time, it makes it more challengeable, right? Somebody could stand up and say, I don't think Michelle Kirkby has pertinent experience if she were a private citizen in education because she's only been on the PTO, right? Or, but she doesn't have a graduate degree or she hasn't been in, you know, like, so that there's yeah. so much prescription there. It's less prescriptive than say, if you're an architect, you need a license, right? If you're a building project manager, you need a license. Does this person need a, you know, a teaching license? Do they need to have some sort of degree? Is it, it becomes that kind of slippery slope around what creates, that means. Creates it creates a, more conflict and potentially yeah. is yeah. gonna be a complex and controversial project no matter what. So Again, it becomes, it becomes more like the judgment. Yeah. The way that person of the committee on. may actually okay. I don't think be honorable requirement in the that. School board. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't it want this requirement on us. I don't have that requirement to be on the school committee. Right. So you Why wanted you to just that? say two two other people, two, two Medfield residents that are appointed by the school committee. And I feel like we should suggest that there should be some trust in the people that you elect that we will have the you know the schools and education in mind when we're picking our appointments. Much as the, you know, the permanent planning building committee would have, you know, you've got prescriptions there of what they need to be because that's quite important. Um, but, but you don't have to, it's not like you're. It's, I, I'm yeah. conflicted on, because I, I do really recognize it's if possible. Yeah. So it's yeah, not fine. I understand it's, if possible. It, just, it it's does create, actually. It's, it, it's one more reason for perfect. somebody to raise their hand and say, I don't think this was yeah. done correctly. Look at what the bylaws And then even if then possible. Just one second. Yeah. On principle, I'd say we don't have that requirement to be a part of the school committee. Right. Maybe we should, but we don't today. I don't so think it's, we should. It's, it's, no, it's not. So, I would agree with you it, that you, you want a variety of backgrounds to the school committee. Um, I think the piece was more that we didn't want all appointing authorities to appoint all architects, right? Uh, and so, because a good, uh, a complete building committee, if everybody's an architect, who's got the voice, right, of education? Yeah. So it was sort of like we were looking at all the possibilities. Again, I'm speaking now, but obviously the whole committee's not here. So it was, you need some architects, you need builders, you need some people who understand education, you need some people in the warrant committee, you need someone with a master plan in town, energy con. So it was just sort of a plethora of people yeah, so with background. So like, like, and and the new concept sure. might be, you have like a fourth one, you know, in its entirety, after looking at each one. In its entirety, the right. will have at least two with experience here. I think the role of the dice is we'll have it, but it would eliminate the you must, you know, yeah. these well, it would eliminate the possibility I mean, of churn. One of the things we've done, I think one of the edits we made in some of the other sections yeah. will use language like rather than will be endeavor to will endeavor to that became our line. <laughs> yeah, because, because that came up in some is, other, you know, right. You know, 
So because yeah. if possible, makes it so that you have to actually eliminate a candidate, right? And replace it with somebody else if they have educational experience of the person who doesn't, because it's always going to be, if possible, to try to- Like endeavor to, we might say pros versus cons. Right. X is a really great community builder. Yeah. In spite of them, you know, and they've done amazing things with net zero. And, you know, not that we have an net zero agenda, for, but, you know, right. for whatever. Yeah. I would actually prefer that. It, it just, I'm a little scarred from the prior one. <laughs> we all are. And I think there's you want to go into oh, this. Oh, the bylaw reads that. So, like, I, I think more open ended. Yeah, I agree. Well, I agree. And this is just a bit too prescribed. And I'm sure the spirit is there. Oh, no, but I again, absolutely understand the spirit. We are scarred. And uh, we just want to be sure we're school committee. We know who. We know who we want to represent us. If if they can, if they want to, that's going to be another job to find people who actually want to do this. Yeah. Um, so I think we have to be very um, honest about that, that this is going to be difficult to fill. So I think um, school can be having, you know, using our experience to choose. You know, if there we is somebody who is boots on the ground in the specific school that you are looking at changing, and but has no educational experience technically, but maybe a parent who's incredibly involved, that that person I would find to be very helpful. You know, somebody who's been on the site from the council or something, you know, like has previous experience, but does not necessarily have a teaching degree. I think that that's kind of been my right. and it doesn't that. say just so you're clear it doesn't say anything about having a teaching degree just, no, no no it doesn't but right. but there's always that like so the, pertinent and if possible broad no no it's broad but it needs it, it, in its broadness it actually ends up making it a little bit more challengeable because somebody is always going to have a different idea about what pertinent is somebody's always going to have a different idea about if possible right so do we eliminate multiple candidates who would be very qualified because one of them has so are we experience? proposing that we on the floor perhaps yeah, um, have to do it on the floor you yeah. know um get rid of the word coterminous and just two additional appointments will be metfield residents period are, are we going to, that's what I would vote for. I would, yeah. I agree. The most important thing, I apologize, I have a hard stop at 1030, but the most important thing I think to pull forward, regardless of the bylaw, just in our thinking is what everyone is saying here. And that is a variety of experiences that allows the appropriate input into the process and the learning through that process. So as Jess just mentioned, someone may not have any experience with buildings or even in schools, but allow them to put, you know, they're invested in the schools, they've got children in the schools and they want to see the best for the, you know, for the town and allow them to go through the learning process of what goes into a building project. You know, it's extremely complex and there's a lot of moving parts, um, but the most important items as being one of those people who has been a non-voting member on numerous building projects and schools is having the facilities and the IT folks in there for that input that is just in time. Um, and because this, there's a lot of things that can get overlooked, like a phone system was forgotten in two of the building projects I worked on. Uh, Newton North High School, one of the most expensive high schools ever built in the state, uh, didn't have any custodial closets on any of the floors to clean the school. So they had to, <laughs> add, they had to add them afterwards. 
And that was because the facilities person was, uh, you know, not a part of the process. So little details like that uh, could go a long way and ended up, you know, having that input there to make sure that those things exist and those inputs are there uh, because everybody's got a different approach to when they're looking at that building. You know, if I'm a teacher, I'm looking at where the cubbies are and uh, in the room and how it's going to function um, and where my kids are going to stand in the morning. The principal may say when they come into the building, what's it going to look like? So all these experiences all blend together to come up with the experience, uh, you know, that we produce at the end. It's important to have, um, you know, those different mindsets and those different people coming in, community members to come in and look at that experience, right? And um, to see that process in action uh, because it is a complex and a very long process. So that is my two cents and I will leave it there. Thank you, Leo, for your two cents. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, were there I was asking, and I, like, I was trying to get caught up, and that's what yeah. you're saying, like, the overarching. So it was like when I was, like, like and you started with some things. And, uh, oh, no, yeah, I'm not right now. And anime, so, so in doing this, it may give an excuse to just kind of put this forth without then having the larger conversation. If the bylaw were passed, but then all of the committees came together immediately after that and had kind of procedural conversation about what, what might happen at the higher level when, because there's policy and then there's procedures that enact that. You know, if we talk about, uh, you know, if there is an SBC, that comes together, do the appointing authorities then consult with each other to make sure before that full SBC is appointed, you know, is it our kind of written in procedure that we come together to make sure that we have that wide range of people, right? That's procedural as opposed to yeah. policy or bylaw. So do we kind of come together understanding that that would be the procedure and that that could get written into part of the I think that comes back to the citizen petition as well to ensure diverse representation is on the committee. I think you must need to have that mm -hmm. to make sure that we are encompassing all these different things that your committee has so thoroughly thought about, but we want to make sure that all the representation is there in regards to what we have going forward for our next SBC. Does that sound reasonable to you? I mean, that seems... I mean my hope would be that, that the appointing authorities would talk to each other. And mm -hmm. so, if you mm -hmm. really get something, yes, so it would be a procedural thing, right? We don't yeah. necessarily have to I don't think it's no bylaws. Yeah. I don't think it needs to be a bylaw personally. No, I, I don't think so yeah. either. I yeah. think no, that's okay. one of the best yeah. practices. Yeah. 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 But is this also the only bylaw of its kind in the entire state? Uh, no, I will have to talk to Mark Sorrell about that. I do not know. I mean, there are a couple of questions. That is really, no, it's not dictating. What the SBC should look like? No, I can. Oh, well, that's, um, I'm sorry. I can ask Mark or I can kind of do research, um, but we can take a look at what bylaws exist out there. I'm sure that you we, guys did your, your we research did. thoroughly. Yeah, we we yeah. had research of other um, school building committees, mm -hmm. right? How to form what you do and that kind of piece. We also, just to be clear too, uh, we had public input for those who wanted to 
we had emails and we had our first, we had an open, you know, hearing session with people coming too. So we've tried that so I mean, I think and those I, are I really our concerns. So there, there are other bylaws that kind of, no, not kind of, that dictate what an yeah. SBC should look like. Yeah, for how to yeah. set it up and get it started. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're saying at a high level, on Monday night, there's going to be a motion from the floor, and our motion from the floor is going to be to modify the bylaw. Just yeah, to strike. To asking at least the, the committee to say, would it be possible to right. consider that modification and vote on it so we don't even have to go well, that on One more question, Carolyn. And I so in, in your research, sorry. No, no, I'll just go ahead. Sorry. Okay, sorry. You, you to think it, about so it. in yeah, your yeah. research um, for this bylaw, um, were um, SBC's um, school committee, select boards, town, everyone had equal footing in terms of, or were school committees given maybe a little bump because it's a school and they need. I honestly couldn't tell you like how many of what. Yeah, it, no, I'm just and, wondering the process. Right, so that in that part, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about what we thought would be broad enough to make the community feel it was inclusive of a lot of people. And that there were many problems, late 90s, 2002, 10, with who was appointing the people to the permanent building committee or a school building committee. And it was always a power struggle. Um, and so part of this was to try to eliminate the power struggle and just say, three authorities, for each 12 people and, you know, try to get out of the politics of it and into mm -hmm. the, let's actually, you know, get the, okay. that feeling, so. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah, good to understand. Yeah, that's process, where, that's where we really all okay. came from. And then we got caught up, all, as anybody does, <laughs> with the, the nitty gritties of how do you yeah, word it, and how do you say it, and who does what, and which people and how do you, we didn't want to prescribe but we wanted the committee to be broad in the experience they bring like leo said because i've been in education 40 years i can't right. tell you how many projects i've been involved in and some of the silliest things that were built yet because nobody who used the building was on the committee like no um classroom teachers or people or custodians people who say this wouldn't work right so we were trying to make it broad and that's why you know for you yeah. guys we we're trying to get some people who mm -hmm. would say you know i've taught a lot of years and this wouldn't work that kind of thing so and, and, I, I, and, I, and I do have to say oh no actually steve i want you to say no i was just going to say i mean to, to tim's uh tim's question about you know i think i know where you were going with this it's like so you've you've kind of identified two two edits to the school committee language, um, the and you've talked about potentially doing a, a motion from the floor. And again, I'm not speaking for your committee or my committee. It's my personal opinion. These don't appear to, to me to be significant yeah. changes edits, no. and um, we I know we have a meeting scheduled our committee at six o'clock before mm -hmm. um, the um, 
the town meeting on Monday. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but I'm not um, sure we do this one because we, we did it last month. Yeah, but if there's a way, I mean, if there, my point okay. is, if there's a way to get consensus would, between three committees on, on what sense. gets put on a, as a positive motion, mm -hmm. I would be I would support that. I mean, I think that that would be you know very helpful, you know, rather than confusing more yeah. confusion. Now it does require a little more effort on our parts to make that happen, right. but mm -hmm. um, so is posting today count because it's the weekend forty eight forty eight. No, count. you'd have to. You would have had to post it by um, Thursday night at six. Yeah, um, so can, you guys have some. Unless you, do you have it, you have it posted, warrant, right? You have it posted. We have it posted. Know, we have it posted. So you you can conceivably say the warrant committee recommends. Yeah, we can. I, I, I don't want to speak for anyone else. No, no, I, I But well, I mean, I we, can also. We could, we could, you know, um, we could in our motion include these edits, I guess. But, so the first positive rather version. than somebody writing. But we would want to know that your committee agrees. Yeah, so since we can't meet, yeah. but I but we, I could just put the information out and invite. The bylaw committee to your meeting to hear you discuss yeah the suggestions you heard today and at least then it's not off the floor confusion right 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 and then if you make a motion to include two other edits it, at least the bylaw committee can hear it we can't we can't we can't vote or anything it's right. too late right and then it would be up to the moderator to say, do you have an opinion on it or something that or would be from the floor? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I will be communicating with that which comes out of this meeting to every kind of pertinent organization. I told Bob that I would send it to him. I'll talk to Mark about it. I'm going to send it to Sharon. I'll send it to, you know, kind of all, I'll send it to Scott to kind of talk about what our vote to be, you know, what what we feel would be best and we'll vote on it and construct it in, in a way. Um, but so everybody would kind of know, but I don't know how it will be voted on. And I guess that's part of the kind of work yeah, that's, process about how people feel. Yeah, I mean, I think keeping them simple and, yeah. and very <laughs> short is the best approach. Um, so striking words is always easy. easy. Um, and on that last sentence, I, I mean, I know uh, Sarah has a, has a, she has a knack for editing bylaws and the, phenomenal. she might have some suggested wording to, to do. I think actually, um, again, not speaking for the committee, but um, you could just take, be current two school committee members, period. Just wipe yeah. out the last clause with who's, and then a two additional appointments will be Medfield residents, and you could put the period there. Yeah, yeah. These are two pretty easy strikes. They're just yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I I would be willing to sort of bring that to our committee. Just, yeah, talk to Sharon and perhaps bring that to our committee for a discussion and, and a mm -hmm. vote, and um, you know, and that that could be part of the, the motion that we make. Um, you know, assuming we approve it. So, do the selectmen have any um, uh, meeting schedule for that 6 yeah. p.m. time as well? I believe they do, yeah. Okay. But because they, 
They vote. They've already voted to dismiss it. Yeah, right. So I can't them. ask them to vote on an article, a change to an article that they have already decided to dismiss. Correct. They would have to rescind their vote. Okay. And so I'm not even yeah. going there. So it would be essentially at this point the warrant committee. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they don't seem to me to be significant. No. And Scott is always concerned with major changes right, right. to what is printed in the warrant. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, I think he would go along with them too. I, I think the only reason I brought it up, even the perception of it, literally from the floor and changing on the yeah. document, at least there's something to say this is what we'd like. You can see it. Yeah. It's easier to comprehend um, you know, to view the last mm -hmm. day. Exactly where are we? You know, did it change since last Saturday? That's what, what I wasn't sure. But think about all the residents who aren't following it, whatever we are. Right, right, right. Yeah. I, I think, you know, either whatever happens, I'm comfortable with the conversation. I, I'm not sure, yes, I don't think we're voting on anything. Today. We would be voting, I believe, and please weigh in. Um, we would be voting to bring uh, or to bring to uh, the warrant committee the suggestion that they strike. Um, do we bring it to the warrant committee or do we simply say that the school committee recommends and then that's, then it happens however yeah. it happens. Yeah, I was gonna say, maybe you just wanna yeah. vote that, that these, these are suggested edits. Yes. And then, um, you know, strong I can't, we don't know if Warren Committee will accept it technically. Yeah. And yeah. that well, leaves you room to do a motion. Right. right. You could you could make it. That's what I'm trying to figure out. You could make I do it a little stronger by saying that you are making a vote that you would um, support the Warren article with with these two two, amendments. Um, two additional, additional edits. Additional yeah. Amendments. Two additional edits, I would right. say, even yeah. not amendments, but edits. Mm -hmm. And that let everyone, because I don't think you want to give the impression that someone could make the edit you want and still go no. That, yeah. that would frustrate everybody, right? I mean, we'd be a little frustrated anyway, but it, but yes, I mean, we would, right. we would just work with it. And then, okay. So that would be your motion that, yeah. yeah, that you would approve Article 14 with these two additional edits. And it would just be eliminating words. Uh, how can I take a survey of how the committee would feel about that motion? Michelle, looks like she's got tight worried, worried mouth. I'm still, I mean, echoing what Anna and I said, I do feel like there needs to be a bigger discussion around this. So I support like the school committee piece, but whether I support the whole thing, I still, that's where I, I feel like I need more time with. And I don't feel like, I don't know, this is, you know, nobody's asking us for our opinion on yeah. the article. We're simply <laughs> asking that in the case that this article should be passed, that these two edits would be considered. So it's, it's, it's interesting because I'm glad you clarified. It is interesting that you know, so the school committee is requesting to make these edits. Right. And then if it doesn't um, pass, or we're not recommending that it pass because we have no place within that recommendation, it's simply that if it passes, or whatever version does pass, should it pass, we ask for these two edits 
to Article 14. And we can make that clear, you know, that, that this is not a motion to approve the article, approve the warrant article itself. It's simply a motion to ask for these specific edits. Yeah, I think I have to be considered. Yeah. I mean, um, I know we've had most of the discussion. Most of the discussion has better. been on this particular paragraph. Yeah. You know, to your point, you, you sound like there are other issues that maybe we haven't spent that much time talking about. And I'm not sure that we, we have much to weigh in about that. Actually. But if we can help um, with your understanding of those, you have the benefit of the two of us here. And yeah. We certainly can go to, you know, going to help. Yeah. It helps you. I'm just, I am confused as to what are the other pieces that you're uh, worried about. Michelle, did you have a concern? I can okay. do that quietly when the conversation okay. Thank you. Just for the record, uh, Tim Knight will not be uh, voting on this and he's leaving the meeting, but he's participating in the discussion. Um, was it, uh, Michelle, were you concerned about the size of the Two thirds, so it wouldn't be a quorum, and then a quorum could decide any vote. But indeed, you would have to have for minutes or anything else. You would have to have all twelve voting members there, and eight of them would have to vote for almost all uh, decisions. Right? Am I am I thinking that? So you need incorrect? a quorum to meet. That's just the majority. That's seven. Right. But for and then votes, for a vote, you need eight. It has you to need be more than eight. You would need eight, to have to have eight, eight, eight for the vote eight to pass. Eight all be positive, yeah. right? Yeah. Like so, right? So you would have to have seven as a quorum, but you couldn't do anything in a couldn't quorum. Vote. But you could have a meeting. Yeah. You could meet and just. I mean, you don't it's vote every time you're yeah. together. Yeah, right. That's true, but yeah. but actually should be because minutes and you know things like that. Well, minutes, yeah. So you would need to have all 12 or at least eight of your members and at least eight of those members who were present would have to vote in the affirmative to accept any kind of decision making be it procedural and regular just kind of sop or the bigger decisions and i and i think that that again i, I think that that's a larger issue with the with the article itself i'm not sure how much I think that that could be a kind of a that would be a very difficult bar to meet each and every time. But again, that's I mean, that's the people the, who come up with the it way we it. thought about, or at least I thought about it, was that uh, the two thirds is 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 the bar at town meeting right. for this to any particular school. So mm -hmm. if the committee can't get there, then maybe we shouldn't be moving forward. With Which is the, true. I think though that the two thirds like there is a there are decisions that are more important and yeah, decisions yeah. that are less important right. more important decisions you know if you're going to run into a open meeting law complaint because you haven't been able to get all 12 very busy people in the same room to be able to get an eight positive vote motion for minutes you know over three meetings then you're kind of in the doghouse it makes your it makes things like that just a lot harder yeah. operationally but that's yeah. that's going to be the chair's headache and not mine. yeah i mean I, I so that's one of those things where i don't feel like i need to vote on it but it's probably worthy of i mean i look out. back at the prior sbc and i think 
almost all their votes were unanimous. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. They very rarely had a, yeah. I can't think of any, but. Um, yeah, and it's just about, you know, again, uh, bylaws are probably meant to be thought of in what I call textual vacuum. Like they need to be in context, but they need to be a, a vacuum, you know, in terms yeah. of what we we're looking for, like building from the beginning of what we want, not what happened before and not what we don't want. We don't want it to be built on a deficit model. So it just seems like that might be tough for the chair, but that's not, again, that's the chair's issue, not mine. It's unlikely I would ever be chair of it. So, um, but I do think it's, you know, just in terms of operations, that can make things a little hard. Yeah, I, I agree. But that'll be their headache. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, however, what was your thinking behind that particular request? I, I same thing that for yeah. the most part, the only committee is pretty unanimous when when mm -hmm. they're doing things, and you don't need twelve people there. You just need eight people there to take. But it also it. presupposes um, that everybody, you know, one of the interesting points about the conversation I had uh, yesterday is that you know we you were talking about the Warren Committee coming to a consensus and that that is considered like a, a good thing. That's how you, and we are frequently, uh, we frequently come to a consensus around what we would like to do. Um, but this member that I was speaking to said, I think it's really important to have more people vote uh, against things. I think it's more important to stick to your, you know, more important in the long run to stick to your guns and say, I have a problem with this and I'm not going to come to consensus because I've, I've said it. Um, and so if that is in some ways the tenor of the way that we choose to do things and becomes more of the culture, then that becomes a very hard, like we're, again, we're making a, an assumption that things will continue the way they are, but that may not be true, right? There, there may be more of a cultural shift towards being more uh, conflictual, and then you really have to, you know. I mean, I think that that's you have to look at it in all situations. But again, that's that chair's pain, <laughs> not mine. But I do think it, it would be our pain in that if it kept things from happening for our kids and for our school and a responsible way to be able to get a school built in a period of time in which the, we already know that the costs are gonna be so much higher for less of a project. Right. So, so we need to make sure that however these decisions are made, they're not made in haste, but they are made in a sense of, of trust and but not being put, no hurdles are being put over the simple decisions when the larger ones could be much more difficult. So that's a quick question. Please. Um, so Carmen, thanks for all the work you guys did. I know it was a really short time period <laughs> together and, yeah. and everyone's yeah. schedule is crazy. Um, I was looking at your materials and um, had a really good analysis of MSBA data from public school, the public records request on district data on makeups of SBCs. Where'd you guys get that from? Honestly, Jeff, I'd have to Go look at my computer and okay. see that. No, it, it's it's really good information. It really, looks, and, and believe me, I'm not looking to be a voting member. I'm not. <laughs> believe me, I'm not. 
I, I don't I don't need the drama on that. Yeah. But but I will just share based on the data you guys used that 41 districts were listed, 30 allowed their superintendent to be voting members of the school building committee, which is 73 percent. Just throwing it out there again, because I, I remember that was with yeah, some sort of anomaly. Remember that was a big anomaly that yeah. the superintendent vote. Yeah. It really isn't because statewide it's 73 percent on the state itself. Just want to share that. Yeah. yeah, there are a lot that do, but yeah. I mean, the superintendent, whoever he or she is, and comes to those meetings, they have a, a strong voice because they're there all the time and they run the school. Mm -hmm. So, you know. Well, like we like you know, yeah, just mentioned, change. you know, there was never a, a vote that wasn't unanimous. So I think one vote out of nine or ten really didn't make a big difference in all that last time. But I totally understand why I don't want the superintendent to be a voting member. I get it. I just want to just share yeah. that it, it isn't as um, yeah. rare as one would think it would. No, it's not rare. It's more, yeah. it's really, you know, you get, it's more perception thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I have to say, oh, go ahead. Um, so back to where we were a few minutes ago in terms of how we're going to move forward mm -hmm. as a school committee on this one. So um, personally, I would, um, you know, vote to make the amendment. However, as an entire article, I am not in favor of this. I feel that one, it's over-prescribed. Um, we don't have any input from the Permanent Building Committee and I think they bring a wealth of knowledge and experience. And I, I respect their opinion. I respect what they do. I respect their time that they give to this community. And, um, and I believe that they offer a breadth of experience and just a, a broader vision that I would really have loved to have seen in this. And um, and as I mentioned earlier, an SPC can still be formed without this bylaw. Mm -hmm. So um, the way I understand it, and I haven't confirmed that with Mark Sorrell, but that's how I see it. So actually, the school committee policy that has it, so it's, it's there. Yeah, so that just, I wanted to just we can, uh, again, nobody's asking for our opinion about the article itself. Um, we can vote to make edits and then simply say within that vote that it does not, uh, that our request for edits does not imply that we support the entire article. Would that be reasonable? Mm -hmm. I mean, I think, Leo, do you? He's gone. He's yeah, gone? Yeah, oh, well, we better take a vote or everybody's gonna. <laughs> All right. So, um, okay, so for the, the record, uh, Leo is now he left at gone. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, so what I would say is, do I hear a, re a motion to recommend uh, edits to uh, section B1, 1B1. B1 B1 of article 14 to strike um, from the sentence, two appointments will be current school committee members whose terms are not concurrent, strike the statement whose terms are not, I'm sorry, coterminous. 
as well as to strike from the sentence, two additional appointments will be Medfield residents with pertinent experience in education if possible that we would strike the uh, phrase with pertinent experience in education if possible. And our edits to, our vote to edit does not recommend or does not imply support of Article 14. Could anybody second so that motion? Yes. <laughs> so moved by MMA. Um, and uh, do I have a second? Second. Second, Michelle Kirkby. Uh, I will call for a vote all in favor. Aye. 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 All right, I'm gonna do a roll call because Leah was uh, in Zoom or Zoom land, so that is remote. Um, so Jessica Riley, aye. Anna Mayer Schaefer, aye. Michelle Kirkby, aye. Michelle Kirkby, aye. Okay. Yeah. All right. Jessica, so, I can ask yes, a question please. just in case it comes yeah. up at the mm -hmm. And I, I will be happy to come to the one. Okay, that would be good. Yeah. Meeting, yeah. Uh, Assuming that so, we they might ask the question, do you, what is your position on the article? The committee has not voted a position on the article. We have not done a dispositive position. I think that various okay. members feel All right, that's fine. Issues. I just want to make sure I understood that. Yes. Okay. All right. So the, the, the vote was to make to strikes the, to the language, edits. but that does not imply that the committee as a whole supports. Right, right. Or has an opinion that supports okay. it. Okay, got it. Yeah, it's it's parsing, you know. I yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. it's also it's the will of the committee. Like we we don't really have we have um, you know skin in the game, but we don't have kind of a vote in the game, right? Like we have been asked if it's you're, something you're neutral, if you will, I guess. Uh, or you don't neutral with personal opinions. Yeah, okay. That we have discussed, but would not put forth as a vote. Okay. It's one of those. Yeah. And uh, Carolyn, I, I want to say truly, I understand that the road to hell is paved with good intentions and on a committee, all roads lead to hell. I know it is not easy and it's tough. And when you have to do it fast, it's even tougher. And I, and I think that it was incredibly admirable that not only have you had have you put forth a document in the best faith you possibly could? You did it to the point where we could actually even have conversations about it that were scaffolded, that had, you know, that, that had a reasonable kind of uh, structure to them, right? Sometimes when people can have actual discussions about a document that speaks to how well it's been written, as opposed to, you know, we're not having chaotic discussions around this, right? So yes. I think that that speaks well to your your committee's I effort. Take that back to them. Please, if we meet again, thank you. And I'll, and I'll um, yeah, speak with Bob, or you know, email him later and kind of let everyone kind of in the sphere of influence know kind of what we came up with yeah. today. And I'm happy to attend meetings or whatever. Okay, I am going to uh, ask if we hear a motion to adjourn. So moved. So moved. Second. Michelle Kirkby seconds. And uh, we can take a roll call vote. Jessica Riley, aye. Michelle Kirkby, aye.
Yes, so uh, we had a, yeah, so our next meeting is scheduled for May 9th as a placeholder. It's at 6 p.m., 6.15 p.m., I'm sorry. Um, if we have uh, issues that we need to discuss about Article 18 or about the budget, um, and we will uh, cancel that meeting if it's necessary. Cool. Okay, yeah, I, I have some Yes. So, okay, the meeting is adjourned. Thank you so much. The meeting is adjourned at 10.59 uh, a.m. Thank you. And Steve, thank you so much. That's so helpful.